But today I want to minister the gospel to you. Today we start with a new series, and this will be part one. The series is unshakable. Say that with me, unshakable. It's very important for you to understand this. In a time of pandemic, in a time of crisis, which we are in, I don't think anybody would deny that, we need power. We need what I would call ever-increasing faith, not just a faith at one level, but an ever-increasing faith, something that grows and goes. And I want to take you to a time when Peter and John were confronted. The Sanhedrin was trying to stop the message of Christ and literally wanted to kill Peter and John. But in Acts, the fourth chapter, verse 29, I want you to listen to what they said. This is right after they had healed a lame man, and that was what caused the trouble. They wanted to persecute them for bringing about healing in this man's life. In Acts 4, 29, it says, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Lord, listen to them. They're threatening us. Remember, we're talking about being unshakable. Behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants, unto us, that with all boldness they may speak thy word. In other words, help us, God, no matter what they're doing, to speak your word with boldness. Help us, Father. Give us the faith to speak. Sometimes you need the faith just to speak. Now watch this. Then they said in verse 30, by stretching forth your hand to heal. God, we need you to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, now watch this. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. And when they were when they prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. When the Holy Spirit was introduced again, after this prayer, they spoke the word of God with boldness. What are you trying to say? I'm going to try to clear this up. First, if you do want to walk in unshakable faith, you have to be shaken. You say, that makes no sense. Read the text. You have to be shaken by the Holy Spirit in such a way you're filled to capacity. And then you're unshakable. Let me show you. You have to have an unshakable mindset. Why? 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have it. A treasure. The power and might of Jesus Christ. We have the treasure in this earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Now watch this. Hey, we're troubled on every side. Look at this spirit of being unshakable, the mindset of being unshakable. We are troubled on every side. We're not denying that, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Do you understand what they're saying there? No matter what comes our way, no matter what tries to overthrow us or tries to overcome us, we are unshakable because we know who lives and dwells within us. We have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Can you say that today? I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and because of this, I will be unshakable. Say that. I will be unshakable. Well, Bishop, what is the benefit of being unshakable in God's sight? Now watch this. This is all preambulatory remarks 
to set us up for this message. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 26, the Bible says this in the, in the living Bible. I like it this way. Hebrews 12, 26. And when he spoke from Mount Sinai, he's talking about God. His voice shook the earth. But next time he says, I will not only shake the earth, but the heavens also are too. By this, he means that he will sift out everything without solid foundations so that only unshakable things will be left. In God's mindset, if you want to know how God's thinking, the only thing he's going to keep in place are those things that have that are unshakable. That's why we go through trials, we go through persecutions, we go through tests. We find out who we are. We find out who, what we're all about. I will be, say this with me, I will be unshakable. What we need is a faith that constantly climbs, a constantly grows. It's constantly developing. Amen? We need a faith that, that, that doesn't plateau but keeps climbing. It is a, a faith that can be seen by all people because it comes to such a level it can't be missed. Faith, this kind of faith will take you to new heights and it'll take you to greater dimensions. A faith that opens your eyes to possibilities. How many people would like that? Open your eyes to possibilities. It'll open your eyes because this faith sees things that cannot be seen. It hears things that cannot be heard. It goes places that others cannot go. It's that faith. A faith that will allow you to see the hidden things or the secret things of God. I want to see the hidden things, the secret things of God. A faith that will take you from the terrestrial to uh, terrestrial to the celestial. A faith that will take me from this earth, it will take me into the heavenlies. That's what I want. And that's what I want for you. If we're going to overcome in this time of crisis, in a time of pandemic, a time in, in political unrest, you have to understand we're going to have to have unshakable faith and a faith that moves us from the earth realm to the heavenly realm. A faith that will cause you to walk from the natural into the supernatural. A faith, say it with me, a faith that helps me to rise above it all. A faith that causes me to rise above all those things that are trying to throw me off base. I will overcome it. A faith that keeps climbing. A faith that's absent of fear and doubt. A faith that says yes when the circumstances say Absolutely not. Sister Kathy, you hear that? The faith, the faith when in the natural it's saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to come to pass. But the faith within you says yes when everything else says no. It cannot be. Well, help explain that to me, Bishop. I will. For a moment, I want you to see a person trained. They've been trained in maybe parachuting or maybe in, in deep sea diving. And you go to class every day and you look at the, uh, the, the, the slide presentations and you watch people jumping out of airplanes. You watch, you watch them packing their shoes. You watch them falling off boats and going into deep water and what to do when, they, when, when it's how to ascend and descend in the water so you don't get the bends. And all those things are great. We go through all the classroom studies and we even go to, to simulations. But here, let me tell you something. All, you may know all those techniques. You may know all the classroom uh, information. You may have all that knowledge. 
that you've received in class with an instructor, but when you get to a real life situation, that's where the rubber meets the road. <clears throat> what do you do when you get to a real life situation? In other words, you can be trained for combat. <clears throat> and they train you at Paris Island or they train you at some other area and you, you've, you've been fighting fictitious people. But when it comes to the real thing and you step out on, on, onto, the, onto the, the grounds of war, We'll find out who you really are. That's important. It's at that time you will see if you have head knowledge or it's become a part of your nature. You see, that's where I want you to be. I don't want you to have head knowledge, Faith. I want you to become a part of your nature, that you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to run to somebody else and talk to about it. You react because you have the faith. You have the faith that God says that you need. An unshakable faith. Say it again. An unshakable faith. Now, this is where Christians fail. And I can speak to this because I've observed it. All seems well. And they have a head knowledge. But when it comes time for the test, they throw up their hands and quit because it's not become a part of their nature. You see, it's head knowledge. This is where they fail. And when they got a little test coming a little persecution, a little trial, they throw up their hands and say, I quit. It just doesn't work. It's not a part of their spiritual nature. You see, faith is easy short term. Now, follow this next statement I'm going to make. You've heard me say that before. You see, faith is easy short term and without challenge. Did you get that? It's faith is easy short term but and without challenge. As long as it's not challenged, I can say, I've got faith. I got faith to remove mountains as long as there's no mountain to remove. I got faith I can walk on water as long as there's no water that has to be walked on. I got faith to watch this person be healed as long as that person doesn't really need healing. Are you following me? Once that test comes, we find out what kind of faith you have. So what I'm trying to teach or not even teach, I'm just trying to talk to you. In this, about, in this series of unsha Unshakable, is to be an overcomer. I want you to be an overcomer. I want you to become unshakable. I want a place filled, whether it be online or in person, you're a part of our family. I want to know that you're unshakable. No matter who comes to you and talks to you, no matter what the doctor says, the lawyer says, your friends say, your family say, you say, I know in whom I believe. I'm persuaded he's more than able. I am unshakable. Hear me. So I'm going to try to take us all. It's going to help me too. This series is going to help a while I'm shaking. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. But hear me, before there can be a victory, we must define what we are striving for. What are we going after? How can we have the victory? We need to develop Sister Kathy, Pastor Mike, Pastor Ariel, all those listening to me today, we're trying to develop a lifestyle of faith. Not just a teaching of faith, not just a praise God, hallelujah, I got faith in church. But when I get up in the morning, I've got faith to get up. I got faith when I go to my meals to even eat or when the bills come in or when I go to the doctor or when I'm in my car. We had some people this week had a wreck and they, they were hurt in that wreck. I won't mention their names, but here's the deal. So I can't believe they, they, they were hurt. 
Well, have you thought of this? Without the faith they have in Jesus Christ, they could have died. That's the way I look at things. I look at the positive, not, not the negative in that, it, with that type of thinking. That's my, my lifestyle of faith, my mindset of faith. But in order to, res, to achieve this lifestyle change or lifestyle of faith, you need the principles of faith. You need to apply the principles of faith. But these principles are imperative. You have to have the principles, and they must be based upon the Word of God. You can't just have faith without it being based on the Word of God. The faith message that we're talking about, the unshakable, has been misunderstood. A lot of people have not really come to an understanding of faith because people say this. Have you heard it? Oh, I've heard that before. It doesn't work. I've tried it. Nothing to it. Have you heard it? How about you? Faith? Pastor Mike said amen. It's true. It's nothing to it. I've heard it before. It's, it's, you know, you're just preaching to the choir here. Never heard it. But let's look at faith. How were you taught faith? This is important. How were you taught faith? You see, we learn and gain faith through something, and that something is everything. What is it? The Word of God. You can't teach it outside of a proper presentation, Pastor Mike, of the Word of God. You have to have a proper presentation of the Word of God. How many people know there's differences in salespeople? You can go to a one dealership and this salesperson could try to sell you a car, same car, and you just you, you push them off, shun them. Somebody else comes in, same car, same everything, and they sell you the car. Why? Because they, their presentation is different. Their presentation is applicable. Their presentation is, is palatable. Let's say it that way. So it's all about presentation. So how was it taught? You see, in Romans 10, verse 17, it says this. This is, this is a key verse for this message of, of, of this lifestyle of being an unshakable faith. So then faith comes by hearing. Well, I've tried this faith thing, faith thing before, but how much hearing have you really grasp how much hearing have you allowed to come into your life so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the comic books hearing by the television programs hearing by the word of god you have to get and receive the word of god the niv the new Inter international version of romans 10:17 says this consequently faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. You see, it's all about Jesus. I said it this morning in my private time. Oh, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I need you. I did that this morning. Oh, Father, please help me. Why? Because there's so much that needs to be accomplished, Ariel. And we need Jesus. We think we can do it outside of Jesus because I'm so bright. I'm so smart. I understand how to do things. I know, I've been in this business a long time. I know how to preach. I know. No, I need Jesus. I'm just learning. I'm just scratching the surface about faith. We need Christ. Here, let me make it simple for you. No word, no faith. Let me say it again. No word. No faith. So these churches that are teaching good messages are just how to overcome without talking about the biblical principles. 
They're, sure, they're giving you some good thoughts, but it's not the power of Christ. Have you got that? It's not the power of Christ. I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying if you're wanting unshakable faith, you had better get it through the power of Jesus Christ. No word, no faith. No word, no proper instruction. Now watch this. I pinned that this morning early. No proper instruction, no, uh, no authority for demonstration. No proper instruction, no authority for demonstration. How many people want to demonstrate the power of God? The only way that's going to come is you have to base it on the word of God and its principles. It has to be a, God's instructions. Let me say it this way. God's instructions must be heard, not only heard, but it must be also applied. Can you say that? Heard and applied. You see, you can tell your children to clean their room. Clean their room. Did you hear that? Kathy, clean your room. Yes, I heard you. Kathy, clean your room. I heard you. Kathy, next week. Kathy, if you clean your room. Not yet, but I heard you. See, there's no application. What proves to me that Kathy really heard clean your room is that she cleaned her room. And God is constantly trying to get his people to go in a direction. We hear you, God. Oh, I heard that message in church Sunday. It was so powerful. And I heard the tongues and interpretation. I heard what God was saying, what the pastor said over the pulpit. It was mighty. Did you do it? No, but I'm going to get around to it. There, there is no unshakable faith in getting around to it. It just won't work. Some have said, and they've misappropriated this, they said, if you just have faith, everything's going to work out all right. Now, how many people know that that's not true? When they teach that, and they make people feel little, watch, if you, everything's going to work out all right as long as you've got faith. But we all know, point to yourself, we all know we have problems. Sometimes our feet hurt, our back hurts. Sometimes our eyes don't work properly. Problems come. And when it does, it seems to knock us, knock us off our feet because we don't understand the principle. I will go as far as to say this. I don't know anyone that is alive today. No one that doesn't have problems. But, everybody say but. God has given us a way to combat the storms of life. Why? Jesus is in our boat. And the storms are listening to his voice. He's with us and he will give us the victory. Storms will come. Waves will be there. Tossed and turned. As the apostle Peter and John were saying, look, we're distressed. We're perplexed. Everything's going on around us, but we are not thrown down. We're not forsaken. We're unshakable. My God. Thank you, God, that the apostles were unshakable or we'd have never gotten, we'd never, we would never receive these messages. The problem we have had in our walk of faith is that many have tried to reduce it to a formula. You can't reduce this thing that I'm talking about to a formula. If you just do it this way, this is the way it's going to work. It has to be something that happens with internally inside of you. Because without the principle, it'll never happen. Without the principle, you'll get into real trouble. So why am I teaching on being unshakable? Is I'm hoping that you'll learn those principles and apply those principles so that you can walk in the truth and the truth will set you free. I just want you to know I love you.
I'm about to close this first part, part one of Unshakable. And I want you to understand it is my goal, not for just Alan Shagan to be strong or Pastor Mike or Pastor Ariel or Pastor Kenny or, or my dear sister Kathy or my wife Denise or anybody else in the church to have unshakable faith. My goal is that everyone that listens says, and that we're starting off today, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. There's been a few things that's thrown me off base, a few things that's thrown me a little bit off kilter, but I know there's something in this message. If I could just learn what he's talking about, if I could just, if I could just eat from that table, I believe that I could walk in that kind of faith. I want you to have that kind of faith that you don't have to call for somebody. You'll, you don't have to call because he's in you. He lives in you. He dwells in you. He abides in you, and he will abide forever. Can we pray? Why were you going to pray, Bishop? Because I want what I've said today in this small presentation, I want it to stick. I want it to get deep in your heart. I want you to start praying right now and asking the Lord to help you, to give you insight into how to have this climbing, ever-ascending faith, ever-increasing faith. I don't want the same faith I had yesterday. I want the faith of today, and I want a greater faith tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you so very much for the opportunity you've given us here to have this online service. Thank you, God. People are watching us from all over the place, and I know that, Lord, from the West Coast to the East Coast. And, Lord, I thank you for the testimonies that's come in. I thank you for the people that have supported this ministry but Lord, right now I'm praying that every word that I spoke will ignite within the people that's hurt me, ignite within them the thirst and the hunger to reach out for this ever-increasing faith, something that will cause them to have the mindset of being unshakable, that nothing coming their way will throw them off base, but they'll say, I know, I know that I know that the Lord Jesus Christ is with me. I know that he is in the boat with me and the storms of life will not cause me to capsize. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity. And Father, if there be anyone that's listening that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, let them right now call out and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I believe that this man, Jesus, was the Son of the living God. I believe he went to the cross, and on the third day, he came out of the tomb under his own power. He lives. He's the King of glory. And I accept him in my heart and life, and I ask him to forgive me of my sins. That's all you have to do in the name of Jesus. And then start the path of learning and, have, and grasp hold of this ever-increasing faith. Thank you, Lord, for this time in Jesus' name. And they all would say, amen.